cliffcentral.com Sipping tea because it is a Tuesday at 11 o'clock. Thank you for joining me. Cliffcentral.com. Minus my very busy uh, partner in crime who's doing very well for herself these days. She's just bagged herself a nice brand new TV show. Dumi Moraike is not with me this week, which is why I have my very good and capable friend, Belinda Khojani, joining me. Good morning. To do the damn thing. Hey, B. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You, you're a little bit tired, though. Yeah, you could put it that way. Just a bit. It is only Tuesday. Yeah. The second Monday. The, oh, is that, what, is that what it is? Absolutely. Yeah. Don't you ever feel like that? Wake up and you just go, is it Monday again? <laughs> oh, no. It's Monday point one point two point oh. No, yesterday's Monday for me was a complete write-off because um, like an idiot, I went and I drank far too much on the Sunday. Raises hand. Fuck you. Raises hand. Dude, I was so man down yesterday. I came in like six o'clock in the morning. We did the show. I went back home and I was literally comatose for the rest of the day. I can relate. I was on a plane with my shades on. Didn't want to speak to anyone. (laughs) The hostess is like, ma'am, please put your blinds up. And I'm like, do you understand? (laughs) Because clearly you have no idea. You've just flown in from Dubai. You have no clue. You don't understand you no how clue. these um, aging bodies just, you know, they find it more and more difficult um, to to handle the, the, the toxic stuff. Correct. And we're no longer, you know, the young supple ages we used to be no, two or three years ago. Dude, no. It, it just doesn't work. Absolutely not. Uh, but uh, we're with you today. And uh, as always, you can catch the podcast to listen to at a later stage uh, at your leisure, as they say. Mm. Um, gosh, I was trying to find our WhatsApp number that I can send out to you if you want to send me a message. But now I don't have the number in front of me. And I'm, you know, looking like I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And then Palisa next door is trying to like literally signal the number to me using her fingers. What I saw was 086. It's not going 10, to. Triple one. What? It's not going to work. Oh eight six nine zero oh, eight, zero nine nine seven, seven nine, nine, <laughs> seven, nine four eight, eight two, two zero, zero. Nine. That's too many numbers. <laughs> zero. Melissa, <laughs> have you not been drinking too? We, <laughs> we tried it. That was eleven numbers too long. <laughs> We tried it. Are you sure? Oh dear. Okay, B. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So listen, man. Um, I see there's a lot of um, excitement and a lot of talking about this this new TV show that's due to air um, this week, apparently. Um, Married at First Sight, the South African edition. No. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. Um, now you are familiar with the show because there's an American. Edition, obviously, which is which is what you you know yeah. you've been watching. Absolutely. So very briefly, like for for somebody who who doesn't know what the show is about, how does it all work? Like, what is what's what's the premise here? So the show started probably about two years ago in the U.S. Yeah, and it is essentially about two complete strangers meeting for the first time, not at a bar, not on Tinder, not on WhatsApp by mistake in a WhatsApp group. <laughs> They meet at the altar, literally at the altar. So he's dressed in a tux. She's in a white dress with a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. Parents are there in the works. And they get married. So literally she walks up to the altar and she says, hi, my name is Mabali. And he goes, hi, my name is Simpiwe. And then the minister goes, 
Let's do this. So do you have to get married on the spot so, there at the altar? So you, there's you, no there's no time essentially to go, what do you like? Do you have cats? I'm allergic to pet hair. <laughs> there's no time for all of that. Um, what then happens is they go through the... I mean, it's, it's, it's not a religious ceremony. It's just, you know, an ordained minister then who, who does the ceremony, um, in a non-religious way. And they go through a couple of, you know, essential vows, like, you know, I'll be here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not going to wake up tomorrow going, and not find me. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not a psychopath. Right. I, I don't have a, a, a jail record, that type of thing. Goodness. We, and would, ho- we would hope that you would think yeah. that, you know, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, the psychometrics that happen prior to that are so strenuous and intense. I mean, these, these group of guys and girls go through so many like personality tests to see that they're actually compatible with each other. They may not necessarily be compatible at first sight, but the idea then is to kind of, you know, like a jigsaw puzzle, complement each other. So if it's a person who, you know, is needy and they need someone who would take care of them and see to their, you know, needs and then they are comp- they are um they are matched with that that kind of person. What then happens then at you know, three quarters into the ceremony is so. Do you really want to do this? Is, so you, you, know? so you, you can back out if you, you yeah, know, yeah, if absolutely. The, if the nerves get absolutely. the better of you, absolutely. There at the altar, and, and like, a couple simply, have. They're just like, I simply, yeah, you are dark, my guy. I don't know. You look like you look like the sun. I don't know about all that ass. Yeah, all of that is all of that yours. And you don't even you don't even get to do like a young spin around or anything. <laughs> well, that's that's what we are led to believe as the viewers that you you you, you walk up the aisle and this person sees you for the first time. Mm. And some people have hit it off, like literally day one. Let's do this. That chick got divorced. On the, on the day that she got married. No, no, no. She, so once you get married, once you say yes, you have to live with the person for, I think, six, six, huh? 12 weeks or 16 weeks or something like that. Yeah. So you actually abandon your apartment or you decide, depending on your work arrangements, who lives where. You live in one apartment, you buy the same groceries, share toothpaste, you know, the usual stuff. The usual moving in together stuff. Correct. Yeah. And then after that, you get the option then to back out. If you didn't back out at church, you can't back out until the end of the trial period. So if this, I mean, so if you didn't back out at church and for some other reason in week two, things really no, hit the fan, no, you're no. now stuck with this horrible roommate. Unless you send your brothers to come and fetch you <laughs> and your bed and your suitcase, your Louis Vuitton bags. Yeah. Then only are you allowed to, well, you're not really allowed to because then experts then come in. There's a, there's a sex expert. There's a spiritual expert. There's a psychological, psychological, psychologist. That is psychologist. And they then come and coach you along the way and help you get through this very traumatic time in your life. Okay, so this Friday at 8.50 p.m., you're going to get to see six young South Africans do the same thing. Go through this whole process that you've just outlined, right? Right. Married at First Sight, South African edition. Oh, there look. is so much. Look. There is so much this here j- mm. that could potentially just go wrong. All go right. from day one. So, so, so essentially the show started off in the States. Yeah. And then, um, the next rollout, I think, was in Australia and they had one season. And 
if I remember correctly, there have only been two extremely successful couples who have been together, are extremely in love, have children. One in the U.S. and one in 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 in, in Australia. So that is the success rate of this program is exactly so one couple in the U.S. made it. One of six. Okay, one of six. Yeah, one of six. So those are the kind of odds that people that's, are working that's, with. That's, those are the numbers. And look, you know, to bring it to South Africa, I'm thinking you you're going to need a, a a real team of experts. So let me let me go through this 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 list of experts because they they were announced a few days ago. Like so, a Sangoma. <laughs> <laughs> Someone from FNB. There are so many intricacies that are going to be involved in the South African version because yes, we are a very multicultural and diverse, extremely diverse country. So there are all these different practices that you know, extremely. I, as a Sutta girl, might not be aware of when I now meet my Kosa husband. Absolutely, and he's going to be like, "But I want you to do this." I'm going to be like, "But I don't know what you're talking Let about." Let alone <laughs> meeting Pete from Bloemfontein. <laughs> And, exactly. and, and the thing is, they don't know who they're being paired up with. You know, you might have the assumption that you are a girl, black girl from Soweto and you're going to be paired with another black person. Yes, right. No. And then you get there. And it's a colored guy. Mm. Or an Indian from guy. From Wentworth. Or Johannes, you know, yeah. from, from Diplas and, yeah. okay, no. So, I mean, so who are the experts? So, okay, so Sam Cowan, she's going to be the presenter of the show, right? So she's going to be there, I don't know, um, doing her thing as she, presenter. She, 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 she does voiceovers. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, we all, we all, I'm sure we all know who Sam Cowan is, right. but she, she's the presenter of the show. Then you've got the relationship expert. This is Paula Quincy, right? Certified Imago educator and uh, professional facilitator and NL, NLP life coach. All okay. right. So right. that is the relationship expert. Then you've got the counseling psychologist. This is Neo Tsireletz Opule, okay. uh, who earned the MSc counseling psychology degree at the University of the Free State. She is uh, currently acquiring a doctoral degree oh. in consulting psychology. Okay. So, I mean, they're not messing around. These no, are like no. real, the real deal experts. These are people's lives. Then you've got the sex health specialist. Cause yes. I mean, dude. So now, so now you've, you've met Olaini for the first time at the altar. Correct. Now what happens if I'm not attracted to Olaini? When are him and I gonna, you, what are we gonna do in the bedroom? You're going to sleep and you need to sleep in one bed. Oh my god! Yes, you have to. So she's your husband. Uh, she's your wife. At least for like 16 weeks. Correct. So the sex, uh, sex health specialist, that's Professor Shingai Mutambira. He holds uh, right. a, a degree from Medunsa. Uh, you know, he's got a private practice at... I thought you were going to say he has a private jet. <laughs> no, 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 no. He has a private jet. He's got his own private practice. Also, you know, huge credentials. And then we've got the financial expert, Winnie Kunene. From Capitec. Oh, you know her? No, I don't. Is oh. she from Capitec? No, no, she's, she's, not. no she's not. Um, no, she, she studied at uh, business management uh, adverts to attain a postgraduate qualification. Okay. All right. So those are your list of experts, right? So these people come in throughout the process of the 16 weeks and they come in to counsel you, to, to listen to your grievances, yes. to complain about, Correct. you know, the fact that Olani has very smelly feet and you didn't right. know this because on the day of the marriage because, you know, he was wearing Absolutely. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and you and and what you need to understand is that 
aside from the fact that these are complete strangers, they are also new to the process of marriage. They've never been married married before. Yeah. So not only is this Call it culture shock Call it, you know, a situation they've never been in Because they've never met this person They are complete strangers But they've never really been in a marriage So you've never shared things You've never shared things like your financial position Because you need to make financial decisions in in, in, in this marriage As and a team Absolutely, you know, rent needs to be paid yeah. And you can't just kind of hope that on the 25th You know, someone's going to go ah, I think today I'll do it <laughs> No, it's it's a team effort. Yeah, so you need to put yourself out there in order to, you know, make it through the 16 weeks and see if you want to. Because for some odd reason, I know, you know, people are so afraid of... Of, of failure and they don't want to fail and I've, I've seen in the other episodes in the other in the other seasons where people are going oh yeah this is really not working out but I don't want to go through a divorce but you know what this what I find interesting about this is that technically this this kind of process that they're using it's not a brand new process because arranged marriages have existed in many different cultures all correct. over the world right correct correct and uh, to this day you'll still find that you know from from uh, maybe our parents and our grandparents generation you'll still find couples yep. who have remained together for all those forty years correct and uh, the circumstances under which they got married was you know similar to this process in that you were thrown in together mm-hmm. you didn't really get to, you know, date each other or anything like that. And it just, it kind of happened and then you had to make it work. I I think the difference in that is that, you know, this here is, yes, in as much as it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's a tried and tested, you know, formula, but it is also a very scientific formula. You know, there are things, algorithms that, you know, things go in, there's an output, this is the person, this is why it should work. Whereas back then the arranged marriage was, you know, things that your parents got involved in, the elders of the church got involved in kind of the people you know people within your society so it's your parents who went out and looked for someone who was compatible with you got to know that family in as much as it was a new thing to you but chances are you know the guy from church you know him from school you know him because he lives within that community mm-hmm. but there was also a lot of groundwork that happens um, in a more emotional way that's done f- with people who actually know you and care for you and, and, it's, and, and, and it, at, at no point was it an application process I mean there are thousands of people who flock down to the studios on the first day because they are genuinely looking for the right person to be with for the rest of their lives and they've tried all else yeah. all, all other avenues and it just hasn't worked and they are looking seriously looking to these experts to say you know best you know the person that I could possibly be with for the rest of my life so then um i, I, I... So then when you talk about algorithms and you talk about different experts coming in, you know, the counseling psychologists, the sex health specialists, the financial experts, all these people, they come in and they basically turn this matchmaking business into a numbers game. Now. Absolutely. They work it out. They it's use formulas, calculations, whatever. Absolutely. So, um, so absolutely. then so then this whole notion of, oh, I'm going to meet the one. And when it happens, I'm going to feel butterflies in my tummy. So let me tell you. And I'm going to hear season. the soundtrack to some romantic movie. That's that's no. So the first the first season was um, a couple, uh, Jamie and Doug. There was a couple in there, Jamie and Doug. Jamie is the girl. She literally walked down the aisle and she saw this guy. In her mind, Mm. all she saw was Shrek. (laughs) Like, literally. She couldn't look at him. She looked at, Mm. like, everything besides him. And he thought she was pretty. He was smitten. Oh, dear. They are the couple who have outlasted everyone. 
Okay, all right. You know, two, three years down the line, they are the couple to beat. Because, yes, essentially, it is about the pheromones. It's about seeing this person. It's about falling deeply in love. And that doesn't happen. The couple that that did, you know, look good together and they had the sexual attraction from them, they didn't even make it through the 12 weeks. She was just like, you need to go. <laughs> take your stuff. Take your smelly mattress. Because he, literally this guy was like, I'm not going to sleep on your bed. What a shitty bed. And he brought his mattress from downtown Queens or whatever. And he brought it and she was like, okay, cool. We can't do this anymore because I actually hate your guts. And he took his mattress and he bounced. Yeah, that's not a good uh, place to start with with your marriage. Absolutely. And with all that stuff. Look, um, I'm very excited um, to see how this show pans out, especially in the South African context. You know, as I said, there's there's, uh, there's potential for all kinds of things to go wrong. There are a lot of mothers out there who are going to be pulling their sons on some... (laughs) Okay, so why am I here? Are we not for lunch? (laughs) You said we were going to send in for lunch. (laughs) What is this? This is the thing though is Andile. Yeah. Andile. <laughs> I did not raise you to yeah. be this yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Laba. Because there's always some elder who'll tell you about how this is not how our people do things. Absolutely. I, I, I can't even imagine trying to have this conversation with my father to say, Okay, so we're here today because I'm going to get married. No, yes. you've never met him. Oh, neither have neither I. I. Oh, did I mention that? My dad would be like, What's that? Yeah. You and, are and, and that's the last mind. thing you say to you. Oh, that's the music. Gotta go. <laughs> See you on the other side as yeah, Mrs. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to find I'm out. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I'd, I'd like us to get into the, you know, get deeper into the, the family dynamics around this kind of setup, but then also just like, you know, things that, that are happening like in my own family. Mm. Um, because, you know, family dynamic, dynamics, always tricky, always such a delicate thing to try and manage and control. And, you know, people's feelings are involved. Absolutely. Uh, and I can just imagine the kind of family dynamics that are going to evolve from right. a show like like this, married at first sight. So it will be interesting. Um, I'm with Belinda Khojani this morning, joining us, uh, or joining me rather, filling in for Dumi Muraike, who, as I said, you know, she's away, she's working hard. Uh, Bereka Musadi is her thing. Yeah. And uh, she's just bagged herself a brand new TV show. She'll tell us all about it next week when she's back. But in the meantime, uh, how about a little Justin Bieber? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's Justin Bieber himself on his way to the country. When is it again? In May. In May. Yep. And you were just telling me that you're trying to get tickets last minute. I need to get, <laughs> but not just any tickets. I need to get um, tickets. Those ones that cost like fifteen thousand. Correct. Um, somebody's bond. Oh, car payment. Oh my gosh. Is this, for, School fees. is this for the kids? This for is the for one. the little one. The one. The <laughs> six year old who's just turned six last week. Oh, sweet man. He, I think, would just love to meet his ultimate. Okay, this is someone who does not know how to write. <laughs> only knows how to write his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does not know how to read. Doesn't know how to tell the time. Doesn't quite know his left from right. But, Give him any electronic device and he will Google Justin Bieber. Oh, it's, okay. the fir- it's the first thing. He will go for the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And he will Google Justin Bieber and he knows, he knows the songs from when Justin Bieber was still busking and singing on the street with a guitar and a little copy in front of him Jeepers. to get coins. This guy knows 
all the words <laughs> to all the songs. So this is the guy that you're trying to get meet and greet tickets I need for. to get him. I don't want sweet oh tickets. Oh my god! So I think I should need. I should. I should actually open a GoFundMe page. Hey, listen, those are popular. Hey, those are yeah. Those are things that you can do these days as a you know as a source of income, right? Yeah, no. right. Yeah, and yeah, I'll maybe just get me a GoFundMe page and. Just hope that, you know, the cents trickle into rands and the rands, you know, trickle but, into thousands. But are you going to attach some Sobnyana story to it to, to make it more compelling? Or are you just going like, to be like, listen, like guys. Like he's, he's got he's, like one kidney <laughs> and he's, he's dark. No. I'm, I'm pretty sure people have done some shit stuff like that. They'll just be a little write-up. Yeah. <laughs> like just he, a little write-up and a, and a picture perhaps. Yes. To say, you know. And, you know, if it doesn't happen this year, I'm sure Justin Bieber, this is his second time. Coming to in the yes. in the in the country in the country, yeah. So surely there there are going to be many more. Do they yeah. even um, let six year olds into like? Listen, it will happen this okay. time. All right, I'm sure they do into a concert venue. I mean, sure, you can't send him by himself. <laughs> just order him an Uber. Your Uber's here. Well, you know, we'll see you later. Yeah. Just make sure they don't put you in the boot. <laughs> no, I, I'd actually be curious to know whether there's an age limit in terms of. What's the youngest they, that that you can bring a child into, I say, like a Soka City Stadium for a concert? Look, and and a company. This is you can't like it's not like you're on a flight where you can send someone on and there'll be an air hostess who's going to come and take him onto the flight and sit with him for the duration of the flight. Yeah, it needs to be accompanied. I would think with with an adult. Yes, someone he knows, yeah. not just like a random Uber driver. I'm here for the next three hours because <laughs> I'm driving him around. No, <laughs> you know um, that's my customer for the night. Yeah, you <laughs> oh, that sounds so no, bad. Sorry, that, that's 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 the customer I'm taking care of this evening for the evening. Correct, yes. but um, Justin Bieber appealing to that age group as well. I would think it would only make sense to have. You know, six, seven year olds, maybe eight year olds, maybe from eight. Yeah. He, he's got a wide market that he appeals to, right? Absolutely. Because he's got the, he's got the young kids like your six year old son. Correct. And I'm thinking of my nephew who's now 11. Yeah. Turning 20. Yeah. He's such a, like, a, a, right. he's such a man he's now. He's a guy. You know, and he's also into the whole Justin Bieber thing. And then, of course, you have the, the mothers of these children. Some there we go. So you've got the full package. You've got the mothers bringing the 11 year olds and then the eight and the six year olds just happen to tag along. Yeah. Yeah. And also remember that Justin Bieber grew up in the business. So he has the, Shaky little kid voice, you know you love me, mm-hmm. you know you care, baby. Because I do know all the words. Yeah, and you would though, because you've because I'm you're listening to this stuff on in a my car. Basis. Yeah, yes, and um, he appeals then to those kids, and then he's grown up in the business, and then he appeals to the ten, twelve year olds, and now he's what twenty something, and mm. now he's singing about love and mm. all sorts of things, and being in relationships, and being out of relationships, and. He then, I mean, those words appeal to anyone who's looking for love, whether you're young and old, MILF or not. Mm. Yeah, no, this is true. He's got the market cornered. Correct. Um, I've got my friend Belinda Khojani joining me, by the way, if you're wondering who this so sexy, sultry voice belongs oh. to. Oh, stop. Because <laughs> uh, Jimmy Morake is away on business, you know, doing her thing. But uh, so earlier we were talking about this Married at First Sight, this TV show. Now right. coming to South Africa, it will kick off this coming Friday. But... You know, just doing a young Google search, Nyana, there are, there are actually a number of shows that I didn't even know were out there that existed, but some of these shows are just... 
Okay, so I, I knew about a show called Dating in the Dark. Yes. Which was exactly what it is. Yes. The two of you walk into a dark room, you cannot see each other, you have a conversation, and then based on whether you felt like there's a spark from that conversation, mm-hmm. you will then get to see each other in the light. Correct. To d- determine d- whether... <laughs> <laughs> Whether this chemistry that you felt Having not known what the person looked like Is the real deal So in, essentially it's the inverse Of married at first sight Because yeah. literally the sight Comes in at the end Right at the end Right. Okay and then there's love at first kiss <laughs> Okay see now I don't I don't understand So what, what happens here Don't die on me <laughs> Don't die on me. What happens here? Or there was also there was also a show that I remember reading about or seeing. Um, this one involved people being naked, naked dating or something like that. <laughs> You're still dying. Do we, should we get you some water? Yeah, let's get yeah. Let's let's let's. Somebody's going to bring you some water. No, there was something along the lines of. Either you're all on a beach together, but you're always naked, or there was, there was, there was definitely something where people go on. on oh, okay, Ooh. no, be all right. No, that's that, fine. So that's let's. Weird. So let me. Okay. So this this love at first kiss. I'm I'm assuming you know it's very self implied. So you um you meet each other and then what before you even exchange any kind of conversation you just like you just start sucking each other's faces off how does this one work essentially you get to say hi okay and it's a white room and somebody just waits there and you go oh my god oh my god i don't know like what is he going to look like is she short is she tall is she fat and this person walks in and they go straight for your face <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is in the contract. It's not like, ah, I didn't see him coming. Right. Okay. And some people get it right. Some people don't. It's, that is really scary. And what they've had is a guy who's never kissed in his life. Of He's course. never of course. laid his manly lips on another woman's bodily parts. Oh my God. <sighs> No, you see, but that's how you get ratings though. Because you, True. you want to have that guy who's never kissed before True. and you know, you want to have that woman who's like, oh, I'm waiting for this kind of kiss. And Prince then he comes charming. in not knowing what no he's clue. doing, poor guy. And you will not believe that they actually do have experts who also come to the show because that guy had no clue on what he was doing. So he had to try not once, not twice, maybe not even three times, but four times to get it right. And they had an expert come in to show. Now there's, imagine this. There is a woman out there whose job on the daily is to train people how to kiss. But now does she do this? First of all, she's white. <laughs> okay. Because no black person in their right mind. Okay. Would be like, okay, so what you need to do is, you know, take this olive, oh. put it in your mouth. Oh, is that how they teach? They have AIDS. All right. And then not like HIV. No, no. They have teaching AIDS. What, what, like, like what? So first of all, she's, she is the main teaching aid because she kind of has the part that needs to be used. 
And this woman sat next to this guy and was like, okay, cool. So your tongue, put it in your, oh, oh, no, put it in guys. your mouth for this long. You need to close your eyes. Stop looking at me. And then obviously, cause she needs to use her mouth to talk. She'd have to pull back and then give him the instruction <gasps> and then lean in again and Oh, he had an overbite. Ah, like, ah. Uh, serious. Like, one of those people when they ask you to bite your apple, you're just like, I'll give you some. So, wait a minute. So, this woman goes around basically kissing hundreds of people for, for a living. Correct. See, I don't know how and I would feel about she, that. She look if it brings in the bacon, man. No, I know, I get that, but you know, I mean, be, because kissing is supposed to be like this nice, sensual, intimate thing, and then when you're doing it on an instructional level, can you imagine how many times you're dealing with people getting it wrong? You know, they swallow up your entire mouth oh, and part of your nose in the process because yeah. guys just can't figure out. No, you're really not supposed to swallow my whole face. Correct. Just nibble on my no. <sighs> I don't, I don't. And, and, and those are things that you would think come naturally. She has to put them into words. <laughs> but guys, and make sure you understand the instruction. Now do it. And then she needs to do it. But who taught us how to kiss? B. It was trial and error. Well, that, that's why I'm thinking like. There's what? some guy out there going, no, I don't know what you are talking about. What do you mean she's married? It means that she kissed a lot of people and, um, she finally got it right. But according to me, Worst kiss I've ever known And how do you know if you're a good kisser or not? You don't I think you have to have like f- At least five or more people tell you That you actually, you, you kiss well or, 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 or if they don't say that you do kiss well Just just absolutely don't have somebody come back and say to you Listen, so your your your, <laughs> your game needs a little bit of work I mean, and, and how would you even tell somebody That they're a bad kisser? Because by then you're broken up, right? You would hope you'd have broken up by then And you just won't get feedback <laughs> No, no, because usually, you know, people just go their separate ways yeah. And that's it, that's yeah. that um, uh, speak, Speaking of being broken up and people going their separate ways So I have a friend who's now finding herself in a situation Where, you know, they're dealing with a divorce in the family, blah, blah, blah And it's just so interesting to me Because, you know, people will always tell People who go through divorce will always tell you uh, You know, they'll say things like It's possibly the the most um, The the second most traumatic Traumatic. thing After dealing with the death of someone I think it's the third, hey? Because first is death Second is moving house Also, moving house still trumps divorce mm. Okay yeah, because so anyway, she was telling me I, it's it's a whole situation, but just just going deeper into the family dynamics mm-hmm. is where is where it's really starting to you know to affect people and Controlled, really starting yeah. to to hurt because you know when these people got to marry, y'all came together and it was like oh yeah oh we yeah. we all made that commitment yeah. you know when you said I do we were like mm, we too do <laughs> we all oh, this is us we all we do. all here this is a big family affair correct and and now because you know these two people couldn't couldn't make it work and i mean it's it's so difficult because what are you supposed to do as you know as a family member watching either your son or your daughter or your brother mm-hmm. or sister going through this this, mm-hmm. this thing you automatically have to pick a side and the side is obviously your blood and you need to shut up and just face down dude 
it it it's yeah like you're saying it's not just trauma for the people who are involved the two it's traumatic it's 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 kind of a sporadic thing that okay okay this is the mushroom effect everybody else gets involved you know when you're in the the the, the group the family group and then it's just mang mang left home. yeah or 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 you physically <laughs> kicked somebody out of the group you're like oh right. no we can't have this person in here anymore because you know so and so changed the number <laughs> admin is just like yeah no Leslie won't be part of the group. No, it's um, it's tricky, man. It's tricky. It's absolutely tricky. And I mean, if you take into consideration what we've just discussed now in terms of having things like married at first sight and kiss at first sight, and you know, it 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 it, it now is just generating a different, you know, kettle of fish. Because if you do, you know, come from that kind of setup. Where you've never met this person before And here you are now Having a great wonderful life And you know you forced families together Not families that have You know organically Kind of merged And mm. you've got to organically meet and, and, and that kind of All of a sudden you've got you know a family of gingers coming to the house for <laughs> for lunch on a Sunday, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know yeah, yeah. your mom has said she's going to make muhodu, and here we are with the insides of a cow, and, and, and you know, you know freaking them are just like what? I don't understand. How, how is this happening? How does this work in your life? Correct. You know. And, um, you know, your, your own mother-in-law, for example, because you know, mothers-in-law are very precious about their Makut. Absolutely. Like, oh, this, that, and the other. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, this woman is just, you know, thrust on her. Yes. But it does speak a lot to the way that things have changed over the years with regards to how we approach relationships and dating and that whole thing. So, you know, these days it's very common for somebody to tell you, oh, no, I met him on this dating site. Yes. Or on some dating app mm-hmm. or, you know, that kind of thing or on a TV show. Right. It's, it's becoming the norm. Right. And it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. That's what happens. You know, we, we evolve. Things change. Um, we can't always, you know, be meeting at the mall because we don't go to the mall. We now have online shopping. Yeah. We don't bump into people in the parking lot. We, it's that kind of thing because we, 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 you know, we Uber now. Um, so, the idea of, you know, getting into relationships in a different way kind of needs to be the norm. But I think the norm then that comes with it is that some relationships aren't built on, you know, the precious big amounts of time and resources that we spend on them that they do end up in, in, in divorce or, or separation or things like that where, there wasn't really much to stand on in terms of foundation. But I think also as time has, has moved on, um, the, the requirements that we would initially have wanted from meeting a potential life partner has also changed. So, for example, where before a lot of women would have been like, oh, no, I want, you know, the whole experience of seeing him from across the room and our eyes met mm-hmm. and I felt butterflies in my tummy and, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we started talking and we dated and did it. Now, you know, people are more than happy to say, yeah, okay, fine, put me on a show. I don't care as long as I just find this person. Right. I don't care what the process involves. I, it doesn't have to be romantic anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't need, you know, to impo- impose some 90-day rule. Like Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. The, the, the things that we've required... Um, you know, that we initially wanted before from the process of meeting someone, that also seems to be falling away. Like just, that, yeah. you know, if I'll just swipe. And, <laughs> swipe and left. I'll just swipe. And if he's good enough, he's good and, enough. You know, and, and you'll figure that out on the first date. And, and 
you're right. Things things have changed. I mean, even then, once you've had that relationship and you're now taking it to the next level, even those dynamics have changed. Where couples are actually saying, actually, we don't need, um, you know, a super lustrous one day affair where people are going to be eating things they don't necessarily eat off the menu um, when they go out to restaurants. Why don't we actually just, you know, go to home affairs, sign, sign. and you and I can take a holiday and go away. Yeah. Now, you know, my mom, <laughs> my mother would be like, mm, no. <laughs> Okay, because yeah. she needs to invite the next door neighbor yes. and yes. that friend she went to school with. That you actually don't have any kind no of relationship clue who with. who they yeah. are. Yeah. But, you know, they there's that extension that it needs to happen because there are people that need to get involved. And it, and so it also happens where in the demise of the relationship. There are the people who will get involved because then the people who were there initially as and and I'm speaking from a traditional kind of marriage, Zulu marriage, where there's amalobolo that go out, and you know there are negotiators who negotiate on the behalf of the 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 the, the, the groom mm. with the the bride's family to say, look, we are coming in, you know, in, into partnership, and da, da 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 da, and this is a dowry, and and that kind of stuff. These are the same people who need to get involved at the end of the relationship as well. Oh, do they? Yes. Oh, so do they get <laughs> roped into the the? But the... you can't just wake up. And say, yeah, I've been dealing with these socks on the floor for a while now. Actually, this is not working out for me. So, are you free? You know, on Monday at twelve o'clock, so we can go down to the magistrate's court and and actually just get this over with. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. You know, the people who are involved initially, even the pastor. So, the same person who ordained your marriage and was just you need to go through that process. If you went through the process of marriage counseling in a church, more specifically, that pastor also needs to get involved to say okay guys you've tried this you've tried secular things you've now we are going to get god involved <laughs> okay we're gonna turn it over to the guy with the most power <laughs> because y'all thought your new air thing <laughs> and we're going to get him involved and then once that then fails and this chick is still like joanna still like you know what? It's not just the socks. <laughs> it's the fact that he can't put the dish in the sink. Yeah. It's the fact that when he parks in the garage, he parks skew. And, you know, he revs the car way too loud. Mm, mm. Doesn't, you know, and, and, and it's, it's those things that you need to go, okay, cool. Maybe you don't feel, you know, all too great about that situation, but do understand that there are millions of other people who are going through it. Have you seen the bigger picture? I know, but it almost seems to me like that exacerbates the problem. So when you could have just said... The smelly socks. No, no, no not... not no. Well, I mean, that's always an issue. Right. But when you could have just gone with your, you know, your current husband and say, okay, so listen, this is not working. So you and I are going to do ABCD. It's done. Now, the fact that you are involved involving all those uncles who were required in the initial process and the pastor and the this and mm. the that that to me almost feels like it's it's just making the the burden on your shoulders feel even heavier because now you've got so many other voices mm -hmm. climbing into the conversation of what is supposed to be an agreement between you and this man but also understand mabali is that you know if when you go and buy a car you don't just walk into one dealership. You don't go into VW and go, that polo, that's the one. It's mine. Yeah, I'm taking the Vrpa, it's mine. You've got to, number one, look at other makes of the car, speak to other people. How does it perform? Da, da, da. So you get a, you know, kind of a wade in, 
you know, uh, um, 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 uh, response about this particular thing. So in as much as you as Mabali have an issue with Frick <laughs> and you're like, Frick, this is not working out. Somebody else has got to tell you, you know, the, the, the flip side of the story. Actually, Frick um, is the correct height. He's got the correct genome in terms of having kids. I mean, do you want kids who are going to have curly hair? <laughs> yes, they'll be gingers, but you, you know, um, and, and, and you've got to get, you know, the perspective of other people to say, am I making the right decision? Am I doing the correct? What am I missing? Before you just wake up one morning and just, you know, say, you know, on our way to work, I actually think we should go and see the advocate because this is just not working for either of us. Okay, look, good point. Well made. I'm just always a little bit concerned because so with this friend that I was talking about, so, you know, it's a case of um, the, the decision has been taken for the couple to go their separate ways. So as the supportive family member, you want to be very careful not to, you know, to get too involved mm-hmm. in, in their in their debacle, in their situation. So, mm-hmm. you know, yes, you might have your own opinion or you might you, you, you might genuinely want to be give this person advice, mm-hmm. you know, from a supportive base. But at the same time, you also be you need to be very careful that you don't, uh, you know, you don't start telling people what mm-hmm. you think they should do you know which is where which is what happens a lot with you know with elders is mm-hmm. people coming in and saying okay so listen so i think that you should do x instead of y because you know you 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 kids are getting it wrong here da, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. that that that's my only concern it's sometimes Yes, coming from a loving, supportive place, um, you know, people could end up trying to impose their own feelings and, onto and, your situation. But the trick there is to, number one, speak from experience. So whoever then feels that way needs to be someone who's actually experienced in that yeah, thing. It, it can't be you Tandi can't, who had a bad marriage because her man cheated on her. You can't have Tandi giving you advice. But, but understand that Tandi has good insights. It can't be Alan, who's been single for the past five years, yeah. um, you know, saying, my guy, do it. <laughs> that's, if that's what you want to do, you must do it. Yeah. Um, because Alan has no clue. Mm. Whereas Tandy has an idea. She's come out of the, 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 the situation. You know, she came out scarred on and, the one side of the spectrum, possibly bitter. Correct, correct. She but could, she, she could, went through a specific process, so she did get married. Yeah, she was in a loving relationship, and then something happened, and and I think that you know you you have to be very. As the person who's receiving the advice, you need to be very careful about who you're listening to and watch which pearls of wisdom you're taking out of this. You know, you can't always be listening to Tandy. Tandy cannot be, you know, because she came out on, on the one side of the spectrum. You also need to listen to Tandy's story as to Tandy. You also had the good, the good times. And what were those? Why didn't they see you through to the other side of the spectrum? What did you do? That got you here. And if, you know, the person who is in the situation really is at that point where, you know, there's like, there's still a chance or whatever, they need to make that decision as to what it is they want to get out of it. The same like the people who are going on to marry at first sight. 
Yo, okay, you know what? Um, I'm getting the I'm getting the wave, the the customary wave of wrap it up uh, from Balis on the other side, who was very nice to try and give us the 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 that WhatsApp number. Shame, um, you you tried, but you know, <laughs> between the three of us, I don't know what happened there. Uh, thank you for joining me, Belinda. Love it to was. have you. Love you back at a later stage for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, look, it's it's been an interesting hour of you know family dynamics, relationships, and just weird stuff happening, man. And you know, this show starts this Friday, as I said earlier. Before married at first sight, South Africa, the South African edition. I cannot. I wait. can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm just. I'm dying. I would love to see who they're going to have on. Oh my god. Tembingosi marrying Sharon from Sandhurst. Oh. Tembingosi from Pimville. <laughs> Oh yeah It is an interesting country That we live in So uh, it potentially makes For a lot of great TV viewing uh, Dumi Morake Will be back with us next week And then she can fill us on All in On what is keeping her so busy What's keeping her away from me Damn you Dumi uh, Back with you next week Tuesday For another edition of Sipping Tea Cliffcentral.com